everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today is Monday, December 16th, if you can believe that. So we're nine days away from Christmas and we are 14 days away from the end of the year. So I hope that this message brings you comfort and joy and peace and goodwill to all men and women and that you will have a glorious Christmas season and all the ble- all the blessings for the new year. So today on our show I want to talk about something that came across my timeline uh, that I found uh, while reading last night and uh, it's a bit troubling because this is a fashion brand that I have bought garments from in the past. You know, I look at what they have and I'm like, I like how that looks. And it would look nice on me, so I would buy it. But I had no idea that Fashion Nova, the brand, uh, underpays its factory workers right here in, in America, I mean, in, in Los Angeles. Now, the garment industry is so structured in a way that, let's say I want to start a, a line. I have an idea, right? So I would design it, then I would go find a middleman, sort of, who can take my idea and make it into a garment. So he would stitch it up and send me a sample. Then I would find a factory that can make that at a competitive cost so I can sell it to you. That's how the fashion industry works, and it works like this for a while, except, of course, in the case of haute couture, where you pay $5,000, $10,000 for a garment, right? $20,000 for an original, $150,000 for an original, because of its inherent value to you. So it's what it means to you that you feel so exclusive that you are buying something that no one else has. Well, in the case of Fashion Nova, hey, morning. In the case of Fashion Nova, obviously, they're buying... They're selling clothes that are affordable. And they're selling clothes to an online clientele that can't get enough. So they pay influencers and uh, celebrities to model the garment. And in modeling the garment, then naturally, they're paying someone to buy the garment, right? I need to put my glasses on to see what people are saying morning. (laughs) Right? So I'm paying people (laughs) to... to to wear the garment, then it creates a desire in some folk for them to want to look like their favorite celebrity. So they will go and buy. Well, nothing is wrong with that as a business model. That's capitalism, right? To deliver a product to market that no one else does at a price that you can make make some money. Is there anything wrong with that? Not at all. But what is troubling is when you find that the workers who are making the clothes, and see, most of the public doesn't know this because you would think, well, that happens in Bangladesh or Vietnam, it happens overseas. So the public doesn't know that most of Fashion Nova's clothes are made right here in the United States in Los Angeles. Since the report came out, they have since moved 50% offshore. But what, we, what the report found by the Federal Labor Department, they've been investigating this for over four years. So this didn't just start, right? They've been investigating this for four years. But what happens is the way 
the garment industry is structured just like I told you. The retailer, Macy's or Fashion Nova or Rainbow or God, I can't think of them all, JCPenney or whatever, Saks and so on. You will find that they don't directly own the factories. Consequently, the retailer itself can say, well, I subcontracted out and I don't know what they pay their employees and that's not my problem. I subcontract them and they, I agree to a price that they pay me and I don't know. The problem is the factory that stitches the clothes has your name on it. So where the law says that you can't find the retailer, but what you can do is you can bring it to the public's attention so then the public knows well, when you're buying clothes from this retailer, know that they're not paying their workers. And I read the report completely on the New York Times. And in one case, that one woman works 65 hours per week and she was paid the equivalent of $4.66 per hour. Another woman worked for an entire week every day and earned $2.77 per hour. Is this shocking? It's shameful. So for all the influencers on Instagram, right? All the influencers and so on, you need to know that when you are modeling and repping products and brands, this is what you're, you're repping people and repping products for people who work in conditions where they say there are rats and cockroaches running around on the ground and it smells like a toilet and people are being paid $2.77 per hour. It is shameful and shocking. Now, Fashion Nova is not the only one that's guilty. They just came to light. There are other online retailers that I'm pretty sure does the same kind of business and does structure their business according to the aforementioned business model. There's nothing wrong with the business model. It's quite competitive. But what is wrong is that the workers, your, the workers are still putting your label on the garment and that worker is still being paid $2.77 per hour when the federal wage guideline is much higher. That is shocking. You see now why people are advocating for $15 an hour wage? You can't live at $14 an hour. That's not even considered a living wage anymore. How on God's green earth can anybody live at $2.77 per hour? I have bought garments from Fashion Nova in the past and I must say they're cheaply sewn. I mean, you can't wear them continuously. You can only wear them once and discard them because they're not sewn properly. And I used to wonder why and now I know. No wonder the mothers look unhappy in pictures and smells funky some shocking reality oh my god humans are being dehuman isn't that shocking I bought their garments but I, I kid you not I, I, it was cheaply sewn so I'm like you, for what you pay for it you can only wear it once and discard it it's not something you can wear on a repetitive basis it really isn't designed for that it really is designed for you to wear it take a picture tag Instagram in it so that others can see it and they will go buy it and then you move on to the next one it's priced like that the guy who founded fashion nova when you read it his story it's quite inspiring actually i have no problem with him 
he had a storefront and he couldn't move his business because he you know we had become the era of online retailing which is far more competitive this is why a lot of the big box stores are closing and they're operating from an Instagram account because they make more money that way right and because they <laughs> I kid you not folks they make more money that way so they don't need they don't need a big box store and wait for people to walk in and to pay workers and pay licensing fees to malls and so they don't need all that they just need this cheaper way of doing business have an online account right and have paid middlemen at eight cents a sleeve to stitch on a sleeve in one of the, no, the factories associated with Fashion Nova is eight cents to stitch a sleeve on you, did, you heard me right, not $8, eight cents. Of course, what does that tell you? They use largely undocumented workers because the, they don't, they're undocumented. That's the only way they can earn a living. And they take advantage of people, it's exploitation. Now, Fashion Nova distances themselves. They say, well, we subcontract the business out so we don't know what happens. Typical big business, we don't know what happens. You remember some years ago when it was brought to attention of what Amazon does to its workers? I mean, I did a podcast on it recently. It's the same thing. American workers are being despised and taken advantage of. To me, it sounds like we're still sitting in the days of the Industrial Revolution. Nothing much has changed. Different name, same person. Different name, same operatives. Different name, same operation nothing much has changed capitalism is capitalism is capitalism big business will always circumvent the laws and will still continue to dehumanize people so they can make money nothing wrong with making money at all but if you're going to continue to dehumanize people i think there's some moral uh uh ground for you to stand on right nothing wrong with you desiring of course you're going to business to make a profit of course you're going to business to make money but not at the expense of paying somebody who can't complain one of these workers actually sued the company the one company one company changed names five times in less than two years just kept changing its name to what to avoid avoid federal attention I kid you not you should read the story it's quite the thing now, when you read it, Fashion Nova is going to say that we're not responsible and we're unfairly being, being cast, but your brand, your label appears on clothes that are stitched and made by underpaid workers. So whether you say you subcontracted to a middleman or not, if we're going to hold Ivanka Trump, you remember Kathy Lee Gifford some years ago? If we're going to hold them accountable for people for using child labor in sweatshops, then we gotta hold Fashion Nova just as accountable. There's no difference. It was Kathleen Gifford some years ago, we found that her clothes were being made in sweatshops overseas, right? Most of these designers, their clothes are made in sweatshops overseas. If they wanna sell it and make it competitive, that's what they do. It, it was Ivanka Trump a few years ago. So if we're gonna hold them accountable, 
we've got to hold everybody else accountable. We can't just continue to dehumanize people and take advantage of people. Recently, I looked at what a GM worker earns per hour compared to the cost of a GMC truck. Buying a pickup truck nowadays is unbelievably expensive. Why am I paying $70,050 to $70,000 for a vehicle that's made mostly of plastic? Have you been inside of these new vehicles and slapped them? They're made of plastic that can dent. No wonder when there are accidents, the vehicles implode and human life is destroyed. But you're paying fifty to seventy thousand dollars for it. Why? It seems to me that the public is getting royally screwed. Whether the public is comprised of consumers or whether the public is comprised of, of workers, we're getting the dirty end of the stick. Now you go to Fashion Nova's website and I don't think you really see anything there for a hundred dollars. But that's not the issue. The issue is you know if you you know you do know that your label is on clothing that is made in sweatshops and you're making money off it and you sit down and ha 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 and drink mimosas all day and you look at me and you say well influencers are driving the desire for my brand i don't have to do anything i suspect fashion nova is going to sell out after a while and change its name going to do business the same way, just change its name from Fashion Nova because the public is going to have a backlash eventually. Some of you have relatives who are undocumented or you know people who are undocumented. There are people who are making these clothes. This is, this is a tough thing for me because I kid you not, I, I never imagined that we were going to ever go through a time like this when we would actually see a major brand like that i mean i know the other I, I i know that there is some discrepancy i know that for you to make money in business you're going to cut corners and so on I, I i expect that but to pay somebody below the federal minimum wage two two seventy seven an hour or four sixty six an hour to take advantage of the fact that there is a g a, a, a labor pool that they can always find because they're always undocumented workers who are desperate for work and who will take anything. It's just simply unbelievable. A lot of the workers are paid off the books. And you might say, well, Harriet, what are we gonna do about that? I'm not saying you should do anything about that. I'm just saying that a major label like Fashion Nova needs to be a little bit more conscious. They need to be a little bit more conscious that, man, if I know you're doing that, don't just hide behind your legal counsel and say, well, that's not my problem. Legally, I'm not responsible. But morally, you are. And morally, you're going to lose good faith and you're going to lose good faith with the public. Eventually, it's going to come at you. Somebody's gonna find a way to soothe you, to sue Fashion over, and that's going to be the end of that. They'll just reappear and so on. Now, I don't have anything against, uh, against how they run their business. <laughs> don't complain just blossom <laughs> right I have nothing against how they choose to run their business that's how they they, they you know the nothing is wrong with the business model and just recently Fashion Nova was also sued by Versace uh, the, fa the fashion house uh, because Versace says that Fashion Nova copies its designs all the time 
and but they tagged them online and they copied a design that Jennifer Lopez wore way back and used that image to promote their product and so they took them to court I don't know if they've won but uh, Versace had a solid case they took them to court and it's the continuous rapaciousness the continuous rapaciousness of just people who literally money is such a god and, and the, the desire for money and the desire for more money consumes people to the extent where they become all they see is the money they don't see the human beings behind it forget that all they're concerned about is money and money the love of money nothing wrong with wanting money or loving money but you're going to allow it to consume you that you obviate the human beings behind it now whether these people are undocumented or not does that mean they're not human this is the thing I've never understood about people who talk about immigrants you talk about immigrants as if we're some people from outer space like we're people from who are aliens like we don't belong on this planet right you talk about undocumented workers as if they're not human beings this is the thing I've never understood about this conversation I had to ask someone recently you do realize when you talk about immigrants that you're talking about me I am sitting right here in front of you in flesh and blood and you do realize that your ancestors were immigrants at one point or another so think about that when you start putting people in a box to make it sound like they're not human and they're dehumanized it, it's it's almost as if we have forgotten how to be human I thought being American meant you were human am I am I the only person here I thought being American meant you were compassionate I thought being American meant that you had compassion for your fellow man who can't do better and that you're going to lend a helping hand. I thought that's what it meant. Forgive me, I must have assumed wrongly. I must have assumed and probably I'm the only person left who thinks that way. But it seems to me that being American now means you're a rapacious capitalist or you are not, you are just unforgiving you're, you're you lack compassion and you see people as boxes you see people as humans that you can throw into a mold filled with snakes that guy Stephen Miller who is in the Trump administration that's what he thought they should fill the Rio Grande with snakes so the people who are coming over would be eaten by snakes I thought being American meant you had compassion more than anybody else because nobody can take away your land or what you have. So having access to the resources gives you the compassion to stretch a hand out to someone else. Forgive me for thinking like that. Forgive me for being human. Forgive me for wanting to see some fairness in the way in which we treat others and treat people who don't look like us, who don't sound like us, who come from a different culture. We make it sound almost as, have you ever heard this conversation about being an immigrant? They make it sound like people who are immigrants don't speak English, as if speaking English means that you are more human. Have you been, I usually ask people, have you been anywhere else in the world? Have you been to Europe? You do realize that English is not the only language spoken in the world. Have you been to China? Have you been to Dubai? That tells you just how people think 
and how marginalized they think in just one little box. It's amazing to me. It's this same thinking and attitude. Those people don't matter. They're not even human. But you have people working around you who look just like them. Where do you think they come from? You think they fell out of the sky? Think about it. Cardi B is Hispanic. She's one of the most vocal influencers for Fashion Nova. Right? Cardi B, the rapper. She's Hispanic. She's from Puerto Rico. Right? The people who make the clothes that she models and wears for Fashion Nova look just like her and speak a similar language. I'm calling them out. Is that what it is? So while you're sitting here saying, I don't know that this and that, you have no qualms. You're not even human. You're just like the, 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 the innovator of Fashion Nova. Yes, his business, not, I'm not questioning his business model, I'm questioning his ethics and his moral attitude and his moral approach to business. That's what I'm questioning. I'm not questioning his business acumen. Clearly he has. I'm questioning his ethics in how he operates his business. That's what separated America from everybody else. We thought we left the industrial revolution where owners of businesses were more focused on profits than they were on, pre on people. Much to our demise, we find that in the 21st century, that same ideology and thinking is as pervasive and ever-present as it was 200 years ago. What has changed? The people's names, same ideology. Just the names have changed. Same person, same person. We call them a different name, but same persons. Do you see what I'm saying? Nothing has changed. And this is why you have to have people who are the vanguards, people who watch over us and have to draw the line and say this you need to rethink about. If it, it, it would have been, I could have accepted if Fashion Nova said, well, I had nothing to do with that. But the problem is your fashion name, your label appears on the clothing. So where the law is going to say, well, I didn't find any evidence that your name actually appears on the ownership of the document. As far as I, the public is concerned, your label, your name appears on the clothing of a 56 year old woman who works 65 hours a week for $4.66 an hour, while you are making fists over dollars, she's making an average of $270 a week, working 65 hours a week. Something is wrong. And I, I kid you not, you, the in the industrial revolution age, people were not aware, they were not educated, they didn't have access to the airwaves. So people were in isolated little pockets and really didn't know how to organize, really didn't know how to communicate their message. It's a different time today. People will wake up one day and they will start asking questions and they will start demanding that they should get a fair share of what they're contributing to. All I'm, at, all I'm saying is pay people a fair wage. Pay them according to the federal guidelines. Is it gonna hurt you? Not really, it's not gonna hurt you. Pay people according to federal guidelines. Don't just pay people, you know that the subcontractor you contract the clothes out to, 
you know exactly what they're paying their workers. Meanwhile, the law hides you so that you it's not you who is actually writing the check to the worker. But morally, you are responsible because your name appears on the clothing. And that, my friends, is the kicker right there for me. So if I were to start selling clothes, right? And I were to start selling merchandise, and I, my name is going to appear on it, but the people who design it and make it are earning less than federal guidelines? Nah, that's not gonna work for me. That's not gonna work for me. Not gonna work for me at all. Yeah, I wanna make money and fist over dollars like everybody else, but that's not gonna work for me. I am still morally and ethically aligned because my name is going to appear on that. You see what I'm saying? So if you were to do a legal search for the companies who are employing these workers, you're not going to find Fashion Nova's name on the, the, on the formation of the company. But the label Fashion Nova appears on the clothing that those companies make. Somewhere in there is a class action lawsuit. Somewhere. It might not be criminal, but it might be civil. Somewhere in there. Because the company stands to make, they make fists over dollars. In one report that I read, Fashion Nova's uh, revenue intake increased 600% between 2013 and 2017. 600%. And I dare say he's going to continue to make money as long as he pays undocumented workers. This is the thing. We used to be a society that thought that to keep the balance, right? We recognize that there, everybody's not going to be rich. Everybody's never going to be part of the 1%. Some people are not even going to make it to the 10%. We recognize that. But we used to think that why not help others or at least those who have a desire to come forward so we can help them so they can get, we stop thinking like that. It's now every man for himself. And that's a danger because now we have destroyed the fabric of our society, the true breadth and true extent of who we are. When we became uncaring of others and became uncaring of how others are treated and how others live, we have now become a society that does not care at all. And in doing so, we are ruining the conditions, the general conditions for everybody else. I still can't believe, I still am having a hard time drawing the line here at people who work $2.77 per hour. And I'm trying to understand where do they live? How do they live? I'm still trying to understand how do they live? Do they pay mortgage? Do they pay rent? How? I'm still trying to understand that. So are these the folks who live in tent cities? Are these the folks who are living under bridges? In other words, what I'm saying is, as we continue to pay workers less, this is what we are creating in the society. We have created a society where people are condemned to living under bridges, where people are condemned to eat out of garbage cans. We drive past them every day and we just keep it focused and say, Lord, let me get to my place. So that never happens to me. But what happens to these folks? 
we have a problem with homelessness across the country and it is a direct contributor homelessness is caused by people not being able to earn wages forget about the folks who are mentally ill forget about the folks who can't exist there are there that's a separate issue you're talking about people who lost a job who got displaced because a capitalist a, a person who has a factory says you I'm not gonna pay you a living wage I'm gonna pay you less because it makes more money for me so these people can't find work and forget about employers who over time don't want people to work past 90 days because according to federal law they'll have to pay you benefits they're not gonna do that do you see what I'm saying and this is the issue my friends this is the issue this is the issue the, that's just they do it to everybody there are people who are undocumented who come from other parts of Europe they do it to anybody in this case the biggest worker pool the biggest labor pool are Hispanics who came over undocumented through the border some of them have been here for years for decades and they're being treated we're so weird I, I, I'm dumbfounded because we're, we're can we are we really like this we won't even give people a chance seriously do you know how wealthy we are as a, as a nation as a country do you know where some of these folks are coming from they're fleeing violence they're fleeing lack we brought where they come here looking for better and instead of saying okay let them be we're robbing them and taking away from them their livelihood because we want to continue to live the big pimping and big balling lifestyle that's just my name for it we want to continue to live yachts and sip mimosas every morning and get on a jet and go to Paris overnight we want to continue to have several houses meanwhile people are living in hovels and living on the bridges and eating all the garbage cans and we drive past them and throw food at them and say here go eat today instead of paying them a decent wage so they can take care of themselves and their families then as if that isn't bad enough we further enslave them because they're so desperate that we use them to satisfy our desires whatever desires we have whatever sickening desires we have whether it's sexual to have uh, sex with people who are vulnerable we pay them little or nothing to have sex with them. Yes, we do. We're disgusting as a people. We're horrible as a people. We're shameful as a people. We bring them into our houses to work and they get a chance to be surrounded by our wealth, but they'll never have it. We treat them badly, confiscate their travel documents so they're nobody. They're no, they don't exist. And we really think this is going to continue to happen. Injustice anywhere is injustice period that is unfair and unjust totally and if we're going to continue to call out other people then we got to call out brands like them fashion nova just happens to be the one that's mentioned there are others out there as soon as they come to light i will be talking about them we should do better and for the people who are influencers the people who continue to represent these brands know what you are representing don't just look at it like as long as I get my check I'm fine know what you're representing do you stand for anything 
Do you really want me to go buy your CD, go buy, download your music track? While you are representing a brand that pays somebody $2.77 per hour and she works every day of the week in conditions surrounded by rats and cockroaches, which just tells me now, when you buy these clothes and they come to you, you probably should get them dry cleaned before you hang them in your closet because if they're made in factories, no wonder they smell when they come. Have you noticed you open the thing and they smell? If they're made in factories, in, in spaces that it smells like a toilet and that is surrounded by cockroaches and rats, Jesus, you're taking all that stuff into your home. My daughter ordered some stuff from Fashion Nova the other day, and despite the fact that it said it would be here within a couple of days, it took like a week and a half, almost, no, it took like two weeks. She bought it Black Friday, it didn't show up until last week, two weeks later. And when it showed up, it smelled. And it was cheaply stitched together, but you know, I'm just looking at it like young people, that's what they do, right? They're gonna go outgrow it anyway, mm, big deal. Right? And when you look at it, you have to ask yourself the question. You, you look, and I'm like, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, you know, these folks are people who can't do any better. The people who stitch these garments together and they can't do any better and they're being mistreated. Is it fair? I don't think so. Do you think it's fair? I don't think so. And I think something has to be done. And maybe we can't get them by law, but we can get some public action. We can get people to recognize that something has got to be done about this. I, I, you know, I read the report and I was just as shocked as you are. And, and, and this, like I said before, you know, this just brings to mind how rapacious we have become as a people. You know, it, it's this concentration on being immigrants. I, I, I found it to be very distasteful because I found that we're robbing ourselves of the contribution of others, right? And, and I remember how concentrated this focus was on folks like myself who are immigrants and how we focus on people as if we're not human, as if I don't, at the end of the day, I don't have a family, I'm not a person, I don't look like a, a whole human being. And you're gonna put me in a box that defies anything. I, I looked at people and I'm like, are you serious? Do you know how you sound? I had to stand before someone and I said, you're talking about me. I said, what you've just described is me. Do you realize that? And you say you like me and I'm your friend. But what you just described is me. I have to question whether you really are my friend or not. Do you really? Do you see what I'm saying? Folks, it's time we start asking questions. You know, we gotta, we, we gotta start asking questions about these people whom we support. What are you doing? Everything is available online. Do a Google search nowadays and you can find the information that you need. Find out what people are doing, because this is untenable. People are working in, uh, so now I'm not buying clothes from them because if it's made in places where it smells like a toilet and cockroaches and rats, I don't want that coming into my house. I don't want that coming into my spaces, into my living spaces. 
Do you see where I'm coming from? We've got to start wondering, really, what has become of us? Where did our moral code go? Have we forgotten what it is like to be human? Have we forgotten what it meant? I don't know. I think, I think America has undergone a change and our national identity is, is under construction again and is being reconstructed because we have forgotten what that means. How can we turn a blind eye to people who are suffering right here? When you pay wages like this, dare we ask where those workers live? How do they eat? How do they take care of their, their elderly? How do they take care of their children? Dare we ask at $2.77 per hour in the name of God, we're in Los Angeles. Can you live on $2.77 per hour? Transportation alone eliminates that. Where do you find food? And if they're working six to five hours a week, you, they don't have a second job. There's no second job. So how do they live? People are living in tent cities, in hovels, in shacks, right here in America. And this is not a direct cause of poverty. This is not poverty created by them being drugged out. This is poverty caused by low wages, forced poverty, enforced poverty. That's what that is. This is not just workers at this level. One of the things I have found is that doctors who are uh, graduates from medical school who are just entering med the medical profession, lawyers who have just graduated from law school, are underpaid just as much, still have a high degree, still is highly educated, but still not making as much, still can't barely pay back student loans. This is a concentrated effort. The whole system has to be re-examined. We're not paying people enough. It doesn't matter what the letters say behind their name, they're still not getting paid enough. I spoke to someone recently who just graduated law school and takes home $3,400 a month. You want to know how much her student loan payback is? It's $700 a month. Initially, it was almost $1,500. She had to ask for it to be amended based on her realistic wage. Did you just hear me? Highly educated. People who are graduating medical school are earning $38,000, $40,000 a year whereas at the top of the scale it's millions but somebody just graduating is earning forty thousand dollars a year and still has student loans to pay back of nearly three grand a month are you listening to me this is about workers and wages this is about the fact that we are slowly forgetting the fabric of our nation it's people America was always designed by people, built by people. And we're forgetting that in the haste to make more money and more money. And as the internet has proliferated and our desire to make more money has proliferated, we have lost our moral compass. We're off skelter. We're off, totally off. We have forgotten what it is like 
to think of others. We're back to basics. Uncaring. The Industrial Revolution is alive and well. The Industrial Revolution has not stopped. The Industrial Revolution continues to be perpetuated. And I can't say that I blame capitalism as a body of thought. It's the people who hide behind capitalism. They can do better. Years ago, philanthropists believe that as much money as they made, they should give back a little bit. The Carnegie's, the Mellon family, right? The Vanderbilt's, the Rockefeller's. Today, where are those people? Here in the Metro Detroit area, we're really conscious of the Ford family. They're big. They own a lot of money in Europe. Sometimes I think Ford is a bigger brand overseas than it is here. But they do have a Ford Foundation and they do give out some money. Now, am I asked, is it in comparison to how much money they make? Far from it. But they do give back something. Do they pay their workers? Well, that's left to be seen. That's why the other day, when the UAW was going to strike with Ford, Ford did not even let there be a strike. Whatever the workers demanded, Ford said, you know what, we're not going to talk about this. We're not going to strike. Here, take it. Just give them what they want. Give the workers what they want. Be done with the conversation. They were not even going to go there. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Ford fan, they were not even going to have a dispute. They were like, whatever the workers want, give it to them. No dispute with the UAW at all. The workers got what they asked for. If they knew it was going to be so quick, I bet they would have asked for more. Do you see what I'm saying? Because they recognize that if they're going to continue for another hundred years, they need people. People is at the core of its business. Fashion Nova, in its zeal to become a brand, in its zeal to become a global you know, a global brand, forgot that one thing. People are at the center of your business. If you're not going to treat the people at the lowest level the best, you're not going to last for much longer. Years ago, when the auto industry started, they had to get together and they had to form a deal with the union so they could stay in business. They would not stay in business if they were not giving the workers every now and then a little bit of what the workers want. You're not going to stay in business, Fashion Nova, if you continue to pay people $2.77 per hour and $4.66 per hour. Yes, you are responsible. I know they're going to tell you about this. You are responsible because your name, Fashion Nova, the brand, your label is appearing on every garment that is sold by a woman who is 56 years old and who earns $2.77 per hour working in conditions that are so disgusting. You wanna talk about the workers in the, in the factories? Their standards are maintained. They don't work in places that smell like poo. They're not surrounded by cockroaches and rats. They're getting paid. And they get more than a living wage. So they keep the economy in these parts rolling. Why do you think we complain when a factory closes? Because what the workers earn, the workers are able to come out and spend the money to keep it going. So I want to ask this question of Fashion Nova and other brands like it. 
what you pay those workers are they able to keep the economy in those cities and towns rolling are they able to know they can't do anything they're dependent on social services and then you have the other set lobby of the immigration argument talking about these people come and depend on the system well look at what you're paying people two dollars and 77 cents per hour four dollars and 66 cents per hour how are they going to maintain a livelihood and maintain a lifestyle and take care of their families is it your responsibility yes it is your responsibility you are the employer at the end of the day you have a moral connection to these people because your name and your label is attached to it that's a message for everybody out there you want to be an influencer you want to influence people you think that being an influencer just means you stand and take a picture on instagram and post it that's not it you also have a moral responsibility to ensure that what you are paying for what you're representing connects with what the public's perception should be so this is a message for all you young influencers who are not being coached properly who just think that this is all about me just looking pretty looking cool and, and just you know posing and my friends can see me it's about the message it's always about the message what is the message behind these clothes these people are earning two dollars and 77 cents per hour you should be ashamed of yourselves go think about it you probably know people whom this conversation directly connects to come on now hold them accountable start asking fashion nova call them up and say is this story true that i just saw in the new york times then i can't represent your brand anymore I can't wear your clothes anymore. Not if you're paying people $4.66 per hour. We gotta stop this. There comes a time when you either stand for something or you don't. There, and this is that point. And I know there are some people for whom this message will never resonate because they have no moral compass anyway. Whatever they do to make money, they do to make money because money is their, this will never resonate with them but for those of us whom it resonates with its time I'm not supporting fashion over I've called them out there it's shameful your label still appears on this garment that this 56 year old woman sold for two dollars and 77 cents per hour that's not gonna fly with me any day that's not cool not cool right thanks everybody for listening thank you so much this is Harriet Kimmick this has been down to earth I want you to remember to be down to earth. Thanks so much. Come back and join us. Be blessed, everybody.